0: The Ontario Liberals making some news this morning, promising to cut transit fares across the province to a dollar a ride. One buck. The loony, It's a loony ride. Uh, they say the pledge would cost $1.1 billion next year when fully implemented. They hope that it'll take 400,000 cars off the road each day. And then, then there's this kind of thing where the Liberals then are now doubling this a buck a ride, and they're they're making references to the PC's platform promise about buck a beer remember buck a beer so why is that well i'm pleased to welcome to the program the leader of the ontario liberal party stephen del duca
1: great to be back on alan thanks so
0: much all right we can debate the 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 merits of the transit announcement in a sec but can i just ask why did you tie this to a buck a beer why why do that why not just you know rest on the laurels of the actual announcement you've made
1: yourself today well, first of all, we didn't, it's not resting on the laurels of buck beer but I think buck ride province-wide makes it easier for people across this province who love transit and want to be able to make it more affordable. I think it's a good way to explain it. I think it's also a really good way to underscore the difference in values and priorities between myself and Doug Ford and the new Ontario Liberal team and the Ford Conservatives who, you know, four years ago promised the world to the people of Ontario and have failed to deliver in every meaningful regard. And I'm really excited about the fact that we're we're going to be dropping transit fares down to one dollar per ride, forty dollars for a monthly pass on both Go, on the Northland bus services and on municipal transit services right across Ontario. Uh,
0: just on uh, details on that, so it would be a, a dollar a ride on Go, regardless how far you were going from. If you were going from Niagara to the that's east to the other end of the line,
1: yeah, that's correct. One dollar per transit ride, municipally and provincially. So provincially meaning Go and Northland and every single municipal service. So where I live in York Region, if I hopped on the Viva BRT, the bus rapid transit, it would be a dollar to get over to the Vaughan Metropolitan Center and then a dollar to hop on the subway like I did this morning. Uh, and it's a really good way to help drive our ridership, especially in the aftermath of COVID when we know, sadly, that fewer people are prepared to take transit. We want to make it more affordable and more accessible everywhere across the
0: province. This is a $1.1 billion promise. Um, I guess once it's fully implemented, how do you pay for it?
1: We're gonna be releasing our campaign platform in just a few days and uh, that's a, it's a plan or a platform that is fully costed, it's responsible, it's balanced. We anticipate this will cost about uh, $710 million in year one and as ridership grows, which we really want it to, uh, you are correct, in the second year, it'll be an estimated cost of $1.1 $1. $1 billion, but all of the costing details will be contained in our platform when it's released.
0: The response already from the NDP to this has been kind of similar to every announcement that you have made so far, which is the liberals were in power for 15 years, whatever it is, whether it's hospitals, whether it's transit, was not fixed under their watch, was not fixed under Stephen Del Duca's watch when he was a minister uh, in the liberal
1: government. How do you respond to that? Well, first of all, I think the one thing that is being missed when they make that uh, accusation or make that claim today in particular is we didn't have a pandemic when I was transportation minister. Ridership was uh, pretty uh, pretty high and was increasing back during those years. And most importantly, the Ontario Liberal Party now has new leadership, a new team of extraordinary candidates who are working so hard. And we saw on pretty much every transit system across the entire province, ridership uh, got smaller during the pandemic. A lot of people obviously working from home, even others that weren't comfortable getting on public transit who haven't been using it. We need those numbers we need those numbers to come back, back up. So it's a combination of we've had the pandemic and we're still in a bit of the pandemic and we, we wanna make sure that we're driving ridership numbers up. And secondly, I think the other critically important thing to remember is that we we are now dealing with an aff- affordability crisis in this province. The cost of everything is going in the wrong direction. So this is real meaningful pocketbook relief our, for Ontarians and we're gonna deliver it right away. Within 100 days of taking office, and this is something that i would sincerely hope the NDP would want to be supportive of instead of taking partisan shots
0: i have pointed out that one of the things that struck me as we head into the beginning of the official campaign here is that each party seems to position itself as the champion of the working class of the uh, of the middle class you have doug ford last week saying you know i'm I'm for you the working guy. I'm not for the elites. You have Andrea Horvath, uh, you know, pitching right to the center. You're you have pitches on even helping buy lunch. You're going full lunchbox. I, I just why is it that your party is best to represent middle class or uh, you know, middle values in this province?
1: Well, because that's who I am. That's literally what my life has been. You know, my parents came from different parts of the world a generation ago. they Met here, got married, you know, and started a family, lived in the west end of Toronto in a middle class neighborhood. They worked hard, you know, they're they're in their early eighties now. They have some health challenges, but they're doing okay, thank goodness. But they taught me and my brothers and my sister, you know, you gotta show up, you gotta do your part. But the system or the government is supposed to have your back. You know, you're supposed to have publicly funded education that's rock solid and public health care that's there for you when you need it. And, you know, I think that a lot of that opportunity that I was given through my parents' hard work and through a province that did give us opportunity is at grave risk because of the way that Doug Ford views the world. So when I talk about, you know, more affordable um, prepared foods under $20, I'm thinking about the rotisserie chicken that I might pick up from the local grocery store tonight on the way home. I'm thinking about, you know, stopping with my kids at Tim Horton's somewhere in Woodbridge and grabbing a couple of drinks and maybe some donuts or some muffins or, those kinds of things. So, I mean, it's, this is literally my life when I'm talking about more transit and less of the reckless highways, like the 413, that Doug Ford wants to build. That's through my community. This is, these are not abstract conversations from me. This is my background. These are my values. And this is something I'm going to keep fighting for. I'm not going to stop. It's not someone else's speech, the way that Doug Ford reads them. This is, this is literally my life and my values.
0: Stephen, always great to talk with you. Thanks again for your time
1: today. Thanks Alan. You take care.
0: It is Stephen Del Duca, the leader of the Ontario Liberal Party, and as I pointed out last week, and I hope you were with me last week, that this election is the rotisserie chicken election. Everybody everybody is going for the chicken vote. It's who can get the good chicken vote. <laughs>